Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Stahl. And Foss fences it in. Stahl will get to it. To Niederreiter on for a pursuit with the save. Foss chance and they'll score! Nino Niederreiter with the extra effort. Give him the goal. Number 12 for Niederreiter. First of the game. Carolina takes a 1-0 lead. Center ice, no Carolina comes up with a bouncing puck. Svechnikov heads up across Trocek. He scores! What a feed from Svechnikov. And the finish by Trocek. And in a blink, Carolina goes up 2-0. The Vegas zone. Batter around for Gita Ryder. McNabb intercepts his pass. And Vegas will send this the length of the ice. Anderson halfway out of his crease. Comes back. Vegas in. What a save! Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. Adam Gold's here. 4-3 final. Carolina gets the win. They sweep the season series from Vegas in a game that probably provided a little bit too much agita for a team that had a 3-1 lead midway through the third period. But I thought Vegas was very good tonight, and I don't want to say that this was entirely about uh, Carolina not playing well down the stretch. I think uh, Vegas forces you into mistakes. I think Vegas is very good, but they played a good game tonight. Carolina just better when they needed it, and I think the biggest difference between Vegas and Carolina, Carolina's higher end, uh, came through when they needed it. Who was who was Vegas's higher end tonight? Where was Mark Stone tonight? Carolina's best players. Svechnikov, Aho, 
Trochek. I mean, those guys were stars tonight. Were stars tonight. Uh, like a lot of players for Carolina played well. Uh, and we'll go through it. We'll uh, we'll give you the stars uh, when Alec Campbell joins us in a little bit. And I think their Carolina probably had ten or eleven guys who legitimately could have been stars tonight. So you can only give three, right? We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hannon and his crew do a great job. Check them out online, aluminumcompany.com. Siding, roofing, windows, entry doors, storm doors, storm doors, storm doors. They don't have storm doors. They have storm doors. Gutter helmets. They got it all. Aluminumcompany.com. But it was a fun game. It was not always a sound game. Uh, I don't think Carolina was awesome with the puck, but again, I think Vegas does that to you a little bit. Uh, but again, I think you could probably say that for both teams. I think you heard it on the game-winning goal, which was poor play by Alex Petrangelo. But I also think that it's very possible that Aho bothered him enough, and Petrangelo just kind of struggled tonight, I thought. Spent most of the third period in the penalty box. Uh, so uh, the game winner, Andre just reads the play, steals the puck, sets up Ajo, uh, who finally got one to go. Actually, second goal of the game. The other one was a deflection. Uh, but Seabass had like a hat trick of missed opportunities throughout the game. So uh, good, good for Carolina. Good win, especially after the loss in New Jersey. You know, that loss is a throwaway to me because the two games before it, Carolina proved what what they were about with the wins over Boston and the Rangers. They were dominant in both of those games, and those are the teams you need to be, you need to kind of flex your muscles against. New Jersey's not going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Vegas is going to be in the playoffs. Vegas, of course, it's on the other side, but you don't know if you're not going to meet Vegas at some point uh, on the road, and if you do, it's obviously a good thing because you're in the cup. Uh, I don't think Vegas is uh, the best team in the West. I think that's Colorado. I don't even think there's a second-best team in the West, to be perfectly honest. Uh, But Vegas is probably the best team in the Pacific Division. Uh, By the way, Carolina against the best teams in the league, current playoff teams, 14 wins, three losses, two overtime losses. There you go. Not bad. Uh, Penalty kill was perfect tonight, three for three, after allowing four goals, power play goals in their last three games. Uh, power play didn't look great to me, uh, but it did get a goal. Uh, the Ajo goal that made it 3-1. Uh, great work on that by Tavo Teravani to get the puck to Tony D'Angelo and then uh, kind of drift to the middle and got the puck through, which Tony does as well as anybody. And Ajo uh, deflected pass. Really a good deflection. Almost got the, like the entire blade of his stick on it. Uh, and it just kind of uh, fluttered all the way to the uh, across the right side of the goal. Uh, so uh, special teams, very good for Carolina. I thought Anderson made a bunch of really good saves tonight. I didn't like the third goal. I thought he should have had uh, the Hague goal. Uh, but I think Freddie made a ton of really good saves tonight. So uh, I liked his game. Uh, I'm not sure Carolina wins the game without Freddie Anderson. For instance, they don't win it if Jack LaFontaine is in goal. That was probably unfair, and I apologize. Uh, anyway... Uh, they sweep Vegas. I think I said it. They go to Ottawa on Thursday. A couple of things that we need to talk about uh, that we'll get to throughout as we go through the goals. Alec Campbell is going to come up in just a couple of minutes. So let's not hesitate. Let's go through what we saw tonight. So we'll start in the first period. 
Uh, 4.44 in, I'm sorry, second period. There was nothing in the first period. 4.44 in, Nino Niederreiter finishes what he started. Stall and Foss fences it in. Stall will get to it. To Niederreiter out in front for Swan with the save. Foss chance and they'll score! Nino Niederreiter with the extra effort. Give him the goal. Number 12 for Niederreiter. First of the game. Carolina takes a 1-0 lead. So the entire play starts with Niederreiter behind the goal. He pressures the puck. He forces the giveaway, right? Uh, and then it's beho- below the goal line. Uh, then Faust and Stahl are there with support. Nino gets it from uh, Stahl. St- uh, uh, he shoots. Uh, the rebound comes to the other side. I don't know if Faust knocked the puck to the other side or it just kind of fell to the other side, but there it was, and Niederreiter puts it away as 12th of the year. Uh, Carolina leads it one nothing. Less than a minute later, in fact, I think when we play this, you will even hear our friend Wade Minter announcing the first goal. Stevenson, oh, center ice, right. no further. Carolina comes up with a bouncing puck. Svechnikov, heads up, across Trojecki, scores! What a feed from Svechnikov, and the finish by Trocek. And in a blink, Carolina goes up 2-0. See, Minter was still saying, you heard Jordan Stahl getting the assist, one of the assists on the first goal. Uh, it was 57 seconds later. Here's how the play works. Uh, great back check by Derek Stepan in the neutral zone, steals the puck, gets it ahead of Svechnikov, and then Stepan gets off the ice. He wasn't even on the ice for the goal. He had an assist, but not. He didn't get a plus. <laughs> uh, just awesome. I don't know how that happens. The guy who came on the ice who had nothing to do with the play shouldn't get a plus. What did he do? Anyway, uh, great patience, elite patience by Andre on the pass across uh, with a two-on-one to Trocek. Uh, he waits just long enough to get the uh, to get the angle. He makes the pass. Uh, Trocek buries it. Uh, 2-1, 2-0 Carolina. Uh, very good. I just think it's funny that Stepan got an assist, uh, but then uh, didn't even get a plus for it. Anyway, Vegas makes it 2-1. Nolan Patrick with the goal. Uh, Kolasar steals it right, I mean, just picks Brendan Smith's pocket. Sometimes you want guys to skate the puck. Sometimes you want guys to just throw it around the the boards and out. Uh, The latter should have happened for Brendan Smith, but he was trying to skate it. Kolasar took the puck, gave it to Nolan Patrick, made a nice move. Uh, There was a, a challenge on the play to see if Brett Houghton interfered with Freddie Anderson. I kind of think that it was the uh, the the tie up with Cole. I don't think anybody caused it. I just think that Cole and Howden uh, being you know engaged physically right there, that's what caused it. It wasn't that Cole pushed him into Anderson. It's just that the uh, the physicality there uh, allowed it to happen. So I actually thought that was the proper call. Uh, I would not have challenged that if I were Rod with a 2-1 lead late in the period. Uh, but it's uh, they thought maybe they had a chance, and who knows with goaltender interference anyway. So it's 2-1. We go to the, uh, we go to the uh, orange wedges between second and third period. Canes uh, immediately get a four-minute uh, Alex Petrangelo uh, double minor for high sticking. He high sticked Jordan Stahl. Tevo Teravainen commits a penalty. It was very, very weak, but they're always going to call you. If you had a four-minute penalty, they're going to figure out a way to call a penalty on you. 
So you got to be pristine. Carolina was not. So they lose two minutes of their power play in the middle. They don't score in the first part. They don't score in the last part. Nobody scores four on four. Uh, So that's where we are. But about midway through, Carolina gets another power play. And as I keep saying this, there is nobody in the NHL better on set pieces than Carolina. It was their third power play of the period. Ajo wins the draw, sort of. I mean, he won it. didn't lose it. Teravainen comes in, fights with the puck, really, I mean, basically underneath Ajo's legs. Uh, and sprawled out on the ice, he gets the puck to D'Angelo. D'Angelo drifts towards the middle, flings a shot on net, kind of high. Uh, Ajo deflects it down and to the right, and like, like it was on a Zapruder film. And it goes past Brossois, and it's 3-1. Ajo's 18th of the year uh, on the power play. Brad Houghton at 13.08 makes it 3-2. I thought the Canes had great pressure and had scoring chances, but the forwards had uh, sunk too low. There were changes. And uh, when Carolina, they just got lost in on transition defense. Uh, and uh, shot gets from, I think it was Shea Theodore, Svetch, it went off Svetch's skate. Then I think might have brushed Howden's pants or something. Uh, so he gets credit for the goal, and it's 3-2. Then it was like a double doink, right? Uh, then at 17.30, two and a half minutes left, uh, Nicholas Haig uh, wrists glove side past Anderson, really just past the glove. All five players for Carolina were on the right side of the ice, a little imbalanced, a little, little bit lost uh, in transition defense. That's not good. Uh, but again, a lot of that is, I think, Vegas is doing. I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, it's just one of those things you could see happening. And what we saw tonight, really, I think, was a high-level game. High-level game where both teams were forcing the other into mistakes. Carolina forced Vegas into more mistakes than the other way around. Then we go to overtime. Uh, and in overtime, Freddie Anderson had to make some really good play, good saves uh, and then there was uh, this that got everybody a little fired up. They're working through Theodore. Stops. He'll put one right on it. Anderson shuts the door again. Now Theodore and D'Angelo get into it. And Anderson goes after Shea Theodore. Tempers flaring in Raleigh. I'm not sure that Tony D'Angelo didn't set that up. <laughs> I'm not sure. He was a little feisty at that point. I don't know that coming at Shea Theodore was necessary, but you know what? No harm. The referees aren't going to send some. This is the way it's supposed to be. Stuff after the whistle like that, eh, they're going to let that go. That's just stuff. That's just that's just fun. It's after the whistle uh, hilarity, jocularity, right? Anyway, uh, somebody had said that that, issue got the face off outside the hurricane zone. I don't know. I really don't know. All I know is this. Uh, not that long after that, it might have been after that face off. Alex Petrangelo has the puck and he's drifting back into his own zone. And Sebastian Ajo is pressuring and it doesn't end well for Alex Petrangelo. Face off just outside of the Canes blue line, won by Vegas. 
Petrangelo with it. He's watched by Ajo. Petrangelo will give it away. Carolina Svechnikov has it. Ajo out in front. Shot, he scores! Sebastian Ajo wins it in overtime. Carolina 4-3 over Vegas. Andre makes the play. Andre had a great game tonight. Absolute great game. My man Alec Campbell, Stormwatch, Aftermath, Intermission, Carolina Hurricanes Radio Network. I'm starting off with a very pointed question, sir. Mm -hmm. How how is it that the best player on the ice, by a lot, was the third star? (laughs) Uh, Because he didn't (laughs) score two goals, and he didn't score score the game winner. Doesn't, don't uh, the people in the building look at natural stat trick before they give out the stars? I, they, I mean, how about just watch the whole game? How yeah, about I just mean, watch what 37 did tonight? Although he gave, uh, yeah. uh, who did he give too much room on the uh, the Theodore shot? He gave a little bit too much room, and then it goes off his skate, and then it goes off Brett Howden and in to make it uh, 3-2. Yeah. But uh, it's not his fault. It's not I mean, his that fault. Was, that was, that, everybody was confused the way that yeah, whole freaky. thing unfolded with those guys coming over the boards and everything. Yeah. It was kind of a, it was kind of a weird goal, but, um, you know, I try not to, I try not to overthink it on the stars. You no, know, no, I'm, I know. Like, I understand. I'm not, I try not to, um, you know, I try not to be too like smartest guy in the room about it, but, uh, you know, it was pretty like, just because you don't score. I know. Like that, that's the thing they gotta, they gotta get over some of that stuff. Like, but that's all it is. It's always about like the moment and I'm cool with Sebastian getting it. Cause I think he was really good tonight anyway. Yeah, he was. So it doesn't matter, but you know, sometimes they just get too in the moment or, you know, too basic about it sort of, you know, yeah. and it's, you, you don't have to like, again, find a balance. Don't be so basic about it, but also don't be don't be the smartest guy in the room all the time. But it was pretty clear. Like Spech was all over it. He was all over the game all night long. Yep. I mean, I, he was all over scoring chances. Um, yeah, he, he missed, and puffed. He was he, he was annoying people. He missed that one early. He had uh, he had a yeah. you know, pretty open net that he hit the post. Uh, but he was great yeah. all night long. Now five straight games with two points for Andre. He's mm-hmm. got yeah, he's got 15 points in his last 10 games. Mm-hmm. And is remember that that stretch about I don't know 10 12 game stretch where there wasn't anything he was playing well but he wasn't getting any points. Yeah, the point, yeah. the points are here now. He's got 36 and 36. So, I think Andre's Andre's back to where where we expect and need Andre to be and I'll set you up for this because you said this a long time ago. Sebastian Ajo is their best player, but Andre, in order for them to be as good as they can be, Andre's got to be this, and he's been mm-hmm. this. So you, this is something that you uh, you nailed a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to take too much credit for it because I'm looking at a guy who was the second pick in the draft, and he's obviously a great player, and it's not hard to fathom his ability getting to a place where 
you know, he, he plays at this level. So I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know that it was groundbreaking thought by me, but <laughs> sure it was, but you know, it just, I, that, that's, I just think it's sort of interesting dynamic in the sense that when I envisioned the way this looked to me, it wasn't really going that way. And that doesn't mean that it has to go that way. Maybe I envisioned it incorrectly. I mean, that's entirely possible. And frankly, in the end, it doesn't really matter if it's Svetch leading the charge or if it's Ajo leading the charge and one of them's, you know, 1A and 1B or whatever. As long as one of them's doing it and the other one's playing the other role, really. So I don't really care in the end as long as the work's getting done. But I think the way that Andre plays the game is, and the way he works at it, I mean, it just feels like it's only a matter of time because it's impossible. It's almost impossible for him to not be good. It's one thing for someone to come in the league and be a super talent and just think they're going to skate by on being a super talent. I think even, I mean, there's just very few guys, if any, who can do that. I mean, the, the best ones are the ones who come in with the talent and have the work ethic. They're the ones who maximize everything. Mm-hmm. And Andre's got that. So it's, it's impossible for him to be bad unless he just suffers some kind of debilitating injury that doesn't allow him to be the player that he can be. So I'm glad that it's finally sort of coming to him. And I think, it's, it's about maturity in a lot of ways. I mean, Tripp kind of hit on this with him in the pregame show where I think he's just becoming a smarter player in about every aspect of his game. I mean, he still takes some penalties here and there, but I feel like the penalties have gone down. Yeah, the dumb penalties and, have gone down. Yeah, and the dumb penalties have gone down. And I think he's better defensively. And he's... He, he he finds the places to go on offense. Um, so, you know, good 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 for him. I'm glad it's working <laughs> out like this. I do I do think that they are the best version of themselves when yes. he is their top notch player. Um, but Aho has still been very good. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about it, still be great. I think we we we've had this discussion. Svechnikov plays a certain way. And is and and that's the way he's really been playing. Even before the points came back, he was playing that way. I think we all agreed. Even though he went like you know ten or twelve games, and he had like five assists and no goals, you're like, what's going on here? Uh, we weren't upset with the way he was playing. He just wasn't producing goals and points. Um, but now that that's here, it's it's. I mean, it just to me, it's just bringing everything. You know, everything's coming out. So we're, we're seeing the physicality. Yeah. We're seeing uh, the intelligence, which which is really what happened on the game-winning goal. Uh, and Alex Petrangelo had a uh, had a difficult night. He spent yeah, he, he spent six minutes in the penalty box in the third period. And then I'm mm. not sure if Aho deflected that pass uh, or uh, bothered him enough for Petrangelo to get nothing on it. Uh, but carry it should have been an easy pass to William Carrier uh, over on the right wall, uh, but it was lazy, and Svetch beat Carrier to the puck, 
Uh, that set up the game-winning goal. It was an, it was a difficult night for Petrangelo. But he, here's the way, and you and I have talked about this before, about with Ajo and Svechnikov. I mean, I don't think there's any question among their forwards. Ajo's the best player. He's the best, mm-hmm. you know, he's best, you know, uh, what, defensively, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, their best players, you know, Stahl's their best defensive forward, but Ajo's an excellent defensive forward, so is Teravainen, but... Uh, winning faceoffs, understanding the game, maybe their smartest forward, all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Andre's their best player, but when rather Aho is, but when Andre is playing the game the the way he is, he is mm-hmm. their most dangerous player because he creates so much havoc, uh, and yeah. he is willing to play an agitating game, and yeah. uh, it's that's what you need in the playoffs. I look yeah. forward to this. This Andre in the postseason could be a monster. And yeah. if, if that happens, then, you know, I hope you don't have plans for July because that's what that's what that kind of play does. That kind of play keeps you uh keeps you advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's important to note that they they play completely different games. Aho and Svechnikov. Yeah, play. Totally. Maybe 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 Svech isn't you know maybe he'll never be just you know a, a crazy goal scorer like maybe I feel like we've made the the, the Ovechkin Backstrom yeah compare like just comparison in terms of the dynamic between the two of them maybe the better one is Crosby Malkin. Um, well, which one of the which one of Aho and Svechnikov is hurt all the time? Because that guy's Malkin. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, no fair to take a shot at Evgeny Malkin on a Hurricanes podcast. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good comp either, but... No, I, I mean, that's just... I think I think uh, Ovechkin and Backstrom is uh, is fair, except that, uh, you know, obviously it's not, not fair f- to compare Svetch to Ovechkin, who's, you know... May- yeah probably the best goal scorer in the history of the sport. Um, (laughs) But I think there's a lot of comparison. There's a lot of similarities between Ajo and Backstrom, uh, except Mm -hmm. that I think Ajo is ultimately going to be a better player. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. But I guess the main, the main point is just Spechnikov plays just a much more physical agitating. I think is a good way to put it uh, brand of game. And while while he he can score and he's a very good scorer and he's a very good passer, uh, I still think that Aho kind of trumps him a little bit in that aspect of the game. But Aho is just a more I don't know if complete's the right word, but he, because he play because he adds the physical nature to the game too. Yeah, he does now, he right? Is, yeah, yeah. Maybe he is more of a of a complete player. You know, without slighting Aho, I mean, Aho's pretty complete. I mean, he can pass, he can shoot, he wins faceoffs. Uh, he's smart as hell. He's a great defensive player. I mean, Aho had a stick in the way a lot tonight. Almost got his, almost got himself on a shorthanded breakaway at one yeah. point um, because he's so smart. So Aho is extremely complete, but he doesn't have the physical nature of the game necessarily yeah. that Svechnikov has. But Svechnikov also has a has a body type that's different. 
I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Vetch knows that he can be physical with people because he's physically gifted in that way. He said that to Trip before the game. He said, I have a big body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He does. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it was very funny. I love I love when Trip interviews Andre. Uh it it is it is comedy. It is absolute comedy. Freddie Anderson, who I thought apart from one moment was awesome tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the third goal. I thought that that's maybe yeah. one you gotta have, but you know, he made so many good saves and he made great stops in overtime, so I, I'm I, yeah. I'm cutting him slack. Yeah, the head goal. That was the one I, I said he probably would want back only because he had a clear view of it. Yeah. Although, I mean, it was a great shot that just blew by him. And it was kind of a kind of a weird play, too, the way it all went down. Because um, that was another play where dudes just jumped. No, no, that was that was Hague jumping into the play. Right. From the defense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all five, uh, so, all, all of uh, five hurricanes uh, were on one side of the ice, uh, and the pass came across. It was just, I mean, he had all the room in the world. He came right down yeah. uh, to to the top of the circle uh, and just let it go. Yeah. I just didn't think that the shot, like the shot, just went right past his glove. Yeah, like so. I mean, yeah. he probably wants it back. Yeah, so I agree with you there. But he did make a few really good saves. I mean. You know, he he made he got caught in no man's land at one point and maybe that was not great decision making in terms of <laughs> just not committing, you know, like he went out there and it's almost like if you're gonna do it, you better go. Yeah. And but he re- at least redeemed himself and it was a great save. So he made that save. He made the great save on Theodore in overtime. He made a couple other ones too, so I, I largely thought he was very, very good tonight. Absolutely, sure. I mean, they, they they could have easily lost the game because the funny thing is, nice. is that the third period should have been such a great period for Carolina because they had eight minutes of power play time. Of course, two of those were erased on the Tavo Teravainen penalty, which was ticky tack, ticky tack. But you know, but I, I agree, I, I agree, ticky tack. Uh, but when you have a four man four minute power play. Uh, they're going to do that. No, they're they're going to look yeah, for no, a reason to take two minutes away. So right, no no reason to test it. I right. mean, <laughs> for the for the most part, at worst, you're just going to have to reload. Right. So that was that was that was one of the I think the negatives for tonight. I mean, I think the positives tonight for me were I, I think hustle was a big factor tonight in the sense that you look at all of the goals that the Carolina that the Hurricanes scored tonight. I mean. The first goal, you get a board battle yep. won by Nino and Foss, and then Nino just second effort to into into the net. Yep. Um, the second one, you get Derek Stefan with a good back check in the neutral zone, and he turns the puck over, gets it to Spetch, who jumps over the boards. Um, you know, by the way, he, uh, Stepan was not on the ice for the goal, so he doesn't get a plus. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> That's rough. He got an assist, though. <laughs> third third goal, you got Tavo Teravainen with the extra effort off yep. the faceoff to get the puck back to D'Angelo, and Ajo gets the redirect, and then you get Spetch hounding the puck in overtime. So all of the goals came via 
some kind of extra effort yep. from someone somewhere. It's hard work. Yeah, hard work. And those that was the positive for me tonight. The negatives tonight were, I mean, Brendan Smith gets just uh, pickpocketed. He did. Uh, Oliver coming around uh, to take the puck from Brendan behind the puck or uh, from behind the net. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Linus from uh, from Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Just yeah. Took, just took his billfold right out of his pocket, right out of his. Didn't even know. Didn't even know it. His breast pocket, amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, that was a great play. I actually like Brendan Smith's game. Otherwise, uh, that was mm-hmm. that was a bad turnover, bad mistake. But uh, I kind of liked yeah. Brendan Smith again. So it's a, I don't know how many games in a row he's played well, but um, I yeah yeah, that, and then. And then the four-minute power play that they kind of blew. And really, after that, they really didn't get much once they got back on the power play. I thought the power play, for the most part, was bad tonight. But they got a goal because they got it. Again, is there a better uh, is there a better side in the NHL on set pieces than Carolina? Right I don't off, know. It doesn't seem like it. Right off the faceoff. You know, uh, you, you, you pointed it out. Tavo, not only did he, uh, get hard, uh, you know, it was hard work to win the puck, uh, but he made the pass to D'Angelo while sprawled on the ice. Yeah. And then the, the, right. I remember a time when you and I were talking after a game and one of the criticisms we had was the power play had kind of slowed down. They went on a, I think a seven game stretch from 11, 18, November 18th to November 30th, where they got no power play goals. And since then they have not gone longer than one game without a power play goal. And they've got a couple of stretches in there where they go three games in a row. Uh, at this point they've scored on the power play in four of their last five games. My, my, one of my questions, I'm going to bring this up to trip on Thursday before the game is, I mean, we always talk about there's always room to get better, right? Well, now we're talking about a Hurricanes team that entered tonight fourth in the league in scoring, number one in the league in goals against, um, top ten in both special teams categories. You know, uh, what are they, first on the penalty kill or second? Second on the penalty kill, yeah. And, like, fifth on the power play. Or maybe even yeah. better. I can't remember. It's about fifth. It was fifth the last I looked. So, where are the improvement areas? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, look. Uh, here's where I I think the improvement. Sure, goaltending. Goaltending solid. Really solid. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 better than solid. Uh, but it doesn't have to be spectacular the way they play. Um, they generally do a very good job. Uh, I think the areas of improvement that that I see for them uh, are mostly taken care of when you play like a regular schedule, which they're in the middle of right now. Uh, I thought tonight in the third period, I thought they were a little, I don't know, almost frantic with the puck. And I think it actually showed up on the power play. They actually moved the puck very quickly, but I just thought they were a little jumpy with it. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of calm. There was a lot of a lot of quick movement, but there wasn't a lot of calm. And I thought they fought the puck a little bit uh, in the defensive zone and then in the neutral zone a little, which created some opportunities. But I also want to give Vegas credit because I thought Vegas played a very good game. 
I remember the last time when Carolina was out there, I didn't like Vegas. I, I, I left that game thinking, man, Vegas doesn't do anything for me. Uh, and I hadn't seen them play a bunch. I know they had, uh, they had a, a, I think, a shutout in Washington. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, yeah, last night, one nothing. Right. So uh, they are clearly playing a much better brand of hockey, although, of course, Washington has been struggling lately anyway. Uh, but I think Vegas looked quicker than I had remembered them. So uh, I just, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to remember if some of the guys who played tonight, if those guys were in the game. Uh, Vegas is a good team. I don't think Vegas is a great team. What Vegas doesn't have right now is high end. Uh, they didn't have Patchy ready. Uh, obviously, Eichel hasn't played yet, might not even play until the end of the season. I think they could end up doing uh, what Tampa did last year and just add Eichel for the playoffs when it doesn't matter what your number is, what your cap number is. They just add Eichel when you get to the playoffs, which would make them very different and better. Uh, but I don't know that it puts them over the top. It, they're not Colorado. They're just not Colorado. Colorado is 15 times better than any team in the West. If Colorado doesn't come out of the West, it's it's they have been shocked by somebody. So, I mean, I just don't... I've, I've seen them enough. I just don't know how anybody in the West is going to beat them. I don't. You, 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 unless you can play two goalies at the same time. Maybe that's how you do it. Put two goalies on the ice to play Colorado. Uh, but I think Vegas could end up being the second best team in the West. Um, they're pretty solid. But I don't see it. They, they don't scare me, but I thought they were very good on pucks tonight. Uh, they created some opportunities for them. And they cashed in on them. I think, uh, I think Carolina had better chances. But... You know, at the end of regulation, it was uh, it was three three. Uh, all right, who were your stars tonight? All right, so I gave Nino a third star tonight, and then I gave Aho the second, and Spetch the first. So, I also gave Nino the third star tonight. I thought Nino was awesome tonight. I loved his game, and Aho always gets a star. So I gave yeah, cool. I gave Nino Aho's star. Okay. And, and I I overlooked the goal that Freddie wanted, should have had, and I realized that Freddie played a pretty damn good game. And I gave Anderson the second star and then Svechnikov. But, man, there were so many guys who were good tonight. Uh, I thought Natchez was good. Slavin was excellent again. Uh, you know, we yeah. were treated to the Slavin show. Uh, Trocek, I thought, was really good. I thought the stall, sure. the stall fast. Nino line was excellent again tonight. Um, yeah, I thought Trocek was good. I thought Stahl was good. Pesci um, and Shea were good tonight also. Yeah, so. I, I've liked Shea a lot this year. Um, you know, I, I thought D'Angelo was solid, but not great. Yeah. But, you know, his his style, you know, his solid's pretty good. Um. Yeah, there were there were. A lot. I thought I, I liked Natchez a lot tonight. Yeah. I thought he was active tonight. I mean, he almost won the game on his own. I love the move <laughs> in overtime. Um, I love that. You know, uh, I thought you know I thought Andre. I love the move Andre uh, driving to the net. Maybe that was in the third period when um, somebody got a stick on it. Oh um, no, that was right right out of the gate in overtime, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, was that the play? Yeah. Yeah, he actually went uh, to the net he, twice in overtime, but right out of the gate he, in overtime. Where he got driven into the post? 
Oh, that no, that was yeah. Uh, that was uh, Chandler Stevenson did that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That, no, that, that was that. I think that was in overtime. That was the end of a shift. Uh, and right. uh, he also had the first chance in overtime. Uh, and I guess Brassois got his stick on it, but I just thought Andre uh, lifted it over the bar. Yeah, but I I just love that assertive, yep. selfish play. I mean, Nate, Nate's had to play at the end of the second period where he's sort of stick-handling through a bunch of guys to try to score. Um, I love that. We need more of that. Yeah. We need more of that. You know, less, less overpassing sometimes. Just power moves to the net. Take it to the net. I love that. I'm a big fan. Uh, let's see. Tony D'Angelo, five-game point streak. Uh, goal, eight assists. You know, he's only had eight games this year where he didn't hit the score sheet. I did not know that, yep. but is that good? Seems good. <laughs> 33 points in 32 games for Tony D'Angelo. Uh, Ajo's got uh, 44 points in 36 games. He's got uh, 26 points in his last 18 uh, Trocek's got nine points in his last nine. Uh, you know how Aho and Teravainen share a brain? Uh, I actually think I'm st- we're starting to see that with Andre and Trocek. Like, it doesn't matter who's playing on the right side of that line. I, I like Natchez on that, but when they had Faust playing on the right side of that line, that line was awesome. I'm not sure it matters. I think Trocek and, and uh, Andre uh, have a very good thing together, which gives Carolina two should be yeah. dominant scoring lines. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean there's definitely definitely something between those two dudes. And it's great because now they don't have to worry about at least it seems like now, like, okay, we need to get Svetch going. Let's pop him up on the first line with Aho and Teravinen. because uh, it feels like those two guys have figured it out a little bit. I think we'll see that at some point. You know, because I mean, I, you, I mean, you could do that because remember last year, uh, Niederreiter, um, Trocheck, and Natchez was a great line. So those no, guys could the, play that's together. The beauty of it, yeah, that's that's the beauty of it is that it it doesn't have to be a thing, right? It can be a thing, and you should do it every once in a while. But maybe that goes to the the Svetch maturity side too, where. He's, he's sort of been, uh, you know, he's left the nest in some ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, look, remember his, his two friends are gone from last year, from the year from years past. Fogel and Hamilton are both, uh, are both gone. All right, here's my final number for you, uh, Alec, before I let you go. Uh, the Hurricanes are now 14-3-2 against the, uh, the other playoff teams in the NHL. And that's good. Cool. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does sound good. 14 so, 3 they're, they're beating good teams. They're not just beating up on bums. Right. That's a good sign. Here are uh, the Hurricanes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I got to say, man, I, I, I before that New Jersey game the other night, I mean, the Canes, they've been giving me the, the, the warm and tinglys lately. <laughs> I mean, I feel I, like I don't want to get too far. I don't want to get too excited about it. And I don't want to get too ahead of myself on it all. But it feels really good. Yeah. feels like what they're doing is, is primed for a run this year. 
Oh, I think like a so. real run. Like I think a real so. run. Yeah, I think they're. Uh... And I like that they're getting dudes back. Like, I mean, I, I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm just going to operate with the assumption that there are going to be other guys that go into the health and safety protocols at right. some point. Well, we're almost done with it. I mean, they, but uh, right. And that's the thing. They've only got what, three, four, five, six guys? Seven total. Seven left. So, seven that haven't gotten it anymore. So, right. I mean, they're really starting to round, get everybody back together again. And they've been able to hold it together all this time. So all, all that's good. Yeah. And it's, uh, they're, uh, I think as this team plays better, plays more, the, their game will look better. That stretch where they were playing two games and then take six days off, two games, take five days off. Uh, it ruined any, any sort of flow. Uh, the players don't like it. Uh, and now, of course, after the next uh, five days, they're going to take a week off, uh, but everybody's taking the same time off because uh, it's, that, it's that calm before the, uh, the All-Star break. Although I know the Islanders have a whole lot of games they got to make up. So who knows if maybe the Islanders will play during that stretch. All right, sir, uh, I will let you go. Uh, you, you, didn't, you were not attracted to that, uh, that doodle something? dog that uh that they looked at today on tv i just saw it because i got the replay running on my tv right now uh, so i didn't even see it during during the actual uh, game i don't know what dog. i was doing what a great looking dog probably looking at my computer it was a cute dog <laughs> it was uh, but, a cute dog but the i like looking at it on <laughs> i like looking at it on tv <laughs> You would not like looking at it in front of your uh, fireplace. No, I would. I'd be <laughs> fine with it. Like I'm good with dogs. Like I just, you know, I'm not. I'm not a dog hater. I just, I'm good with them. Like I think I've said this before. Like I, I don't need dogs like jumping on me or licking me. Oh, that's you know, that's half dog, the fun of the dog. Dogs, dogs sleep on the floor. They eat dog food. They run around outside. Like I like that, I like that for dogs. Yeah, so like that. I'm not a, I'm not a dog dad, right? Like, I, I understand. I understand. I don't. I don't do. I don't do all the stuff. The like, uh, it's like all right, cool. Like you can sit over there, and we'll we'll you know, you're, I'm cool with you being around, but you don't have to. You don't have to be cuddly. Earl had fried chicken and mac and cheese for dinner tonight. It sounds delicious. Oh, it's great. What a life. Earl, gosh, he eats great. He eats great. Sometimes he has, uh, like, on the weekends, he'll have an omelet for uh, for mm. breakfast. Oh, yeah, he eats well. He eats very well. That's excellent. He, that's, that's why he hangs around the kitchen table. Just kind of sits there. Like, it's coming. I just know. It's coming. I'll just wait. Says, Am I getting yours, Dad? Am I getting yours? Where am I getting his? Am I getting his? Okay, I'm getting somebody's. Yeah. He knows how to play the game. He has he has very expressive uh, eyes. All right, sir. We'll do it again uh, Thursday. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you then. Before we get out of here, you know what I have to tell you. Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, on Hamlin Road in Durham, go check them out. You need siding? They got it. You need roofing? They got it. How about entry doors, storm doors, uh, bay windows, bow windows? Do you even know the difference? See? They have all the answers. Aluminumcompany.com online for a free no-obligation estimate. Check them out. Best in the business. The Aluminum Company 
of North Carolina. Follow the Cades Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you can give us a rating. You can give us a review. All I ask, if you follow it, it shows up automatically wherever you get your podcast. Then you don't have to do any work. I do all the work for you. I post it. Boom. There it is in my phone. Look at that. I can listen on the way to work. I can listen in carpool. I can listen when I'm at the dog park. I can listen when I'm in the grocery store with headphones on, ignoring all the other people uh, who are trying to get in front of you in the line. So uh, thank you very much for uh, enjoying the Canes Corner podcast. Canes 4, Vegas 3 in overtime. Hurricanes are, uh, what, 20, I don't even know what the record is. 28, 9, and 2? Yes, 28, 9, and 2. I was right. How about that? Off the top of my head. I had closed my computer. I didn't have the standings in front of me. 28, 9, and 2, 58 points. Uh, Third, as they tabulate the standings in the Eastern uh, Conference, in the Metropolitan Division, the Rangers with 60 points. Uh, They're in first place. Pittsburgh's got 59. They're in second. But Carolina's got four games in hand on the Rangers and three games in hand on the Penguins. At some point, Carolina and Pittsburgh will play again. It comes up, I think, two weeks after the All-Star game. I think two weeks after the All-Star game. Amazing. All right. Uh, We will see you uh, after the Canes and the Senators on Thursday. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.